This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. What if you could live authentically and live the life that you want? Dare to unlearn and unleash the authentic you. Our conditioning is not our fault, and it is not who we are. Our conditioning is faulty when we deny our own needs and or emotions. Are people-pleasing, have low self-esteem, fear of abandonment, and obsessive thinking, to name a few. As human beings, we are all codependent at some degree. As long as we live as our ego self more often than we live as our true self, we will adapt in some ways to fit in rather than expressing our true nature. Codependency means that we forgot who we really are. We have the false belief that we are not loved, worthy, or enough as we are. So we often try to control, cling, or settle for less than our desires. Fear is often at the basis of our decisions, and we often numb ourselves by overindulging in food, alcohol, Netflix, social media, shopping, or other substances. We also distract ourselves from feeling our emotions by avoiding them. We need to get out of our story, ego, and see ourselves as a limitless being that we are. Let's do this together. Valeria Tellez interviews Cassie Jagir. She is a certified life coach, theta healer, and a student in psychology at university level. Cassie helps her clients unlearn and rewire their subconscious mind so they can align their benefits with their desires. She focuses on healing the inner child. She helps the client through a regression to remember the moment when a faulty belief about the self was created so the client can meet his or her inner child's needs, reassure and nurture that part of themselves, and heal. For Cassie, healing our inner child is the way to heal ourselves and align all our energy in one direction that we have consciously chosen. She also helps her clients to reconnect with their spirituality and their own wisdom. Cassie is also an entrepreneur and has built a multi-million dollar business in the fashion industry at the age of 25. She began her journey into spirituality and life coaching after she struggled with her own mental health at the age of 27. Because of that experience, Cassie embarked on this long journey of self-discovery and learning and eventually got her Theta Healing and Life Coaching certifications. Her life completely changed from the inside out, from her beliefs to her reality. Cassie left the fashion industry and launched her coaching practice. Cassie believes that we should see progress today in our doctor's office. With everything that we know about epigenetic and quantum science, Cassie's long-term goal is to help bring science and spirituality together. Meet Cassie at CassieJaguer.com. Here's the interview with Cassie Jaguer. In your own words, who am I speaking with today? 
I want to say, uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Um, I'm really grateful for the invitation and this moment that we'll be sharing together. Uh, so I see myself as a mother, uh, a daughter. Uh, I'm a friend, a sister. I'm also a life coach, a healer. I am a woman. I am a powerful old soul in a human body. Yes, that's a bit of the roles I play and how I see myself. What is the purpose of the human experience? So I, I want to say that Abraham Hicks really helped me form a belief around this uh, this concept. So I would say like, uh, like Abraham Hicks says, uh, the human being is the leading edge of creation. Okay, and that really resonates with me. And how I could explain that is, uh, let's say that as a soul, there's no contrast. Okay, so there's no good or bad, black or white. It's just love and high, the highest vibration. Okay, so as a soul, we do not experience ourselves. Okay, we can only experience ourselves as human being because we have the ability as a human being to create resistance okay we do not have this ability as a soul there's no resistance as a soul so we can block ourselves from the good as a human being or we can you know allow the bad or you know vice versa we can we can play we are like alchemist right and i i feel this is really the the purpose of our of being a human being is really because as souls we wanted to experience ourselves uh, and it's really through human being that we can do so. And so that's my view on that. That's, and I feel really strongly about that. At this time, what is the purpose of your life? At this time, I, I, I truly feel that my life purpose is to continue doing my inner work and embodying the best version of myself. Uh, so I can also help my clients uh, hold the best version of themselves. Because I do really uh, dream of a better collective, a better world. Yes, so I want to be a part of helping uh, that reality. Also, I'm a student in psychology at the University Laval. I really want to be able to, in the mid-long term, to help uh, as, as many people as I can. Because I really truly feel that it's our our birthright as a human being to know uh, how our body works, uh, and and I feel today there's just no excuse because we know about epigenetic, we know about uh, quantum field, uh, the quantum science. Um, so there's no I feel excuse to just uh, continue uh, giving. Uh, medication to patient without uh, asking them about their story or what's bringing them to this point okay so I feel there's just really no excuse we are at this point in time where we know better and it should show at the doctor's office uh, in our health uh, our health services it should show that we know better um, and it, it still it's it still doesn't show so it's it's a bit about that that I I take um, very for me it's very important I take to heart so yes I feel like it's it's for sure it's gonna take me some some years I guess but um, this is my plan uh, that to make sure that people know human being know 
Uh, it's their human right to know how their body works, uh, how their emotion works, uh, and to be able to be the best version of themselves uh, without uh, losing themselves or, you know, having to live those um, human crises um, to wake them up. So to give everyone, every human being, the same kind of chance uh, in life as like opposed to, uh, let's say, you are in a great family, so you have better chance and you are in a dysfunctional family, well, you're going to have a rocky road. So no, I want, like, I, I wish like that every human being have the same, the same chance, the same start. So yeah, it's a, it's a bit about that. So let's, let's see where it goes. What are some of the greatest misconceptions about happiness in your opinion? The greatest misconceptions about happiness, uh, in my opinion, is um, the fact that most people believe that happiness is something that uh, is outside of them. Uh, like, um, I'll be happy when I get this promotion. I'll be happy when I get this great relationship. I'll be happy uh, when I go on vacation. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. Um, so happiness, it's uh, something that happens right here, right now, that you can decide to be happy. Uh, and you can practice, actually, uh, to be happy without the condition, knowing that uh, everything you want is coming to you uh, at some point in time. Um, and practicing being happy without the condition actually helps you to bring uh, and attract the condition uh, to you and into your life. So, yes, so that's the biggest misconception about happiness. Uh, so happiness is something that can only happen right here, right now. As you have a happy uh, thought, you produce happy hormones that last from a few minutes to a few hours uh, in the body. Um, so that's it. So practice being happy uh, unconditionally. And um, uh, you'll see that happiness is a, is a choice, actually. It's not out there and, and it's not out of reach. What is healing to you? Healing to me um, is really uh, remembering who we are. So I truly feel we can only become sick when we forget our power, when we forget who we are, we give our power away. So it's like we block ourselves from... Um, our wholeness because we are whole but we have the power to resist um, that wholeness and uh, create a disease so to become you know uh, unease uh, disease and I feel that as we uh, become more conscious uh, and remember more of uh, our true power and uh, who we really are we uh, actually heal. Yeah, I believe that healing is uh, the remembering of our wholeness and our true power, our true selves. What is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free? Freedom is the most important value in my life. Uh, and it's always been that way. As far as I can remember, I've always uh, fought for freedom. I wanted my freedom. And I was so... Uh, always present in my life. So today I understand that I was always free. Um, freedom is a mindset. <laughs> so 
Um, yeah, I believe even a prisoner who has a life sentence in prison can feel free. Um, it's it's really the way that we perceive, uh, the way that we see things, but our nature is unbonded and free. So if we are feeling not free, okay, we have to um, accept that we are the creator of that bondage, uh, whether it's uh, within a relationship, um, within a job, a career, expectation, um, or so on and so forth. Um, so we decide to be free or we decide uh, to uh, be in a bondage. So it's really up to us. So, yeah, that's what I would say for uh, freedom. At this time, what is the world's greatest need? And also, do you have a vision for a new reality? So I believe that the world's greatest need at this time is to have uh, a more uh, conscious people in higher places, uh, like um, a conscious politician, conscious bankers, uh, conscious, uh, I mean, leadership, um, conscious doctors, definitely. Uh, I think it's it's really time that uh, science and spirituality make one. So I believe that, I mean, I'm a, a big fan of Deepak Chopra. I follow his work, uh, but I feel we need more people like him in our hospitals, in our leadership, right? Um, so yes, it's time and we're craving this. Um, the community, I mean, the people who are uh, already becoming more conscious uh, are craving this new reality of conscious leadership. Uh, so yes, I think that's what we need the most at this time to help us move uh, from the information era to the consciousness era. So basically, we are going to leave our um, survival nervous system uh, in the past, and we're going to uh, live from elevated emotion, uh, friend like friendship uh, to all, uh, no separations. Um, just seeing the other person as we see ourselves. Um, yeah, so it's like cooperation, no competition kind of mentality, right? So this is the big shift um, that's coming. Uh, so yes, for, for the vision I have for this new reality, I mean, that's, that's basically it. So um, finally, like uh, realizing that our ego is an illusion and a gift at the same time and living from that, sp that space, right? Yeah, so very excited to see, um, to see that, that reality coming to, uh, that, that reality coming to reality, yes. <laughs> what is your understanding and idea of love? So I believe that love, that's all there is, uh, actually. So it's all there is is love or the lack of it. So um, I love the uh, analogy that Esther X, uh, Abraham X is, is, is making with love uh, and with actually any anything, like with health or with money or anything. So it's like there's love and then it's like a switch, like a dimmer. And like we are the only one who uh, put it down. And so to the different degree that we put it down, um, that's where, that's what we experience, um, basically. So all there is is love, and then we dimmer it down to the level that 
like that we know or that we've learned or that uh, we feel worthy of or etc right um so really in, in the end all there is is love right what is inner peace to you for me inner peace uh represent the fact that you are not fighting against yourself so um you are flowing Uh, so your belief and desire are flowing um, together in the same direction. So you're not holding um, a belief that goes right and another belief that goes left. So you don't have a pull between you and you. Um, so when you're uh, aligned and your desire and your beliefs are aligned, um, I would say that you have uh, inner peace. What? Where and who is God to you? For me, God is the energy of creation, the energy of love. Um, it's everywhere. That's where we uh, come from. That's where we're going. Um, that's where that's uh, the energy uh, we create uh, from also. Um, it's an energy that is uh, as masculine as feminine. Uh, it's... Um, It's like wholeness, it's whole. Uh, yes, so it's everywhere. Um, I mean, it's in every atom, uh, in the space between atoms, in the quantum, in this uh, quantum science, we can say it's the quantum field. Spirituality, uh, we can say it's, it's just in every living and non-living things. Um, yes, so that's, a, that's my vision on, on God. And personally, I'd rather say... Uh, energy or all that is because I feel God is like it comes too much with like a mental construct of like this man in the sky right and judging the judging us uh so yeah I, I prefer the term energy I feel it's it's more expensive or all that is to also it's like it it brings this um this uh, picture and this feeling that it's like all around us and it's part of us and it's just all that is right um rather than god like it sounds like something outside of us like on top of us right um yeah so that's about it what is to be spiritual and what is spirituality so to be spiritual um for me uh it means like for, like first I, i want to say that we are all spiritual beings Okay, so we are first a spiritual being um, incarnating into a human body. Uh, so everyone is spiritual. I mean, everyone is spirit. Okay, now spiritual means that you are aware, you're conscious that you are a spiritual being who incarnated um, into a human body. So that's, that's the difference. So one person knows it and one person and another person doesn't know it. Uh, so For me, that's really where spirituality starts. Yes, and spirituality is the practice of uh, exploring, um, I mean, your source, uh, your origin, your energies. Uh, uh, yes, to be holistic. Um, so, yes, all that, all that uh, good stuff. How do you define success? What is to be successful to you? Success to me, uh, it, it's really like we saw a little bit earlier, the fact that you no longer fight between you and you. So uh, to have peace of mind. Uh, so to have peace of mind, uh, you know who you are, you know your worth. 
um, you are more conscious about your patterns, uh, your subconscious uh, programming, and um, you have the, the power of choice and you're aware that you have the power of choice. You are more present in the moment. You seek joy. It's also, I feel success for me is also uh, being less reactive. Yeah, so being more more present with the true self um, than the programmed self. I feel so becoming just more conscious and have peace of mind. And um, yes, I think for me, that is, that is success. Yeah. So why did you choose to do what you do? So mainly I became life coach. It's a bit by accident, I'd say, because um, I was suffering uh, very much. Uh, I'm, I come from a very dysfunctional family. Um, and I tried to seek uh, help a few times, um, like psychologist. Uh, it really didn't help. Um, and then at the age of 26, I was diagnosed with a mental disease uh, disorder. So because my family has a history of mental, uh, mental disorder, so I was just, uh, you know, as the dysfunction in the family is perpetuated, then the mental illness is perpetuated as well. Uh, so, yeah, so I was the lucky winner of that diagnosis. And surprisingly, uh, so then I was lucky, right, to be in touch with psychiatrists, but it was just really medication and there was no talk about, you know, like trauma or anything like, are you suffering? Like, is like, can we help you? Like with your, with your belief, with your conditioning, is there something dysfunctional within you that is bringing this disease forward? Like there's no talk about that. So it's really medication and that's it. So at this point I am very feeling like isolated and alone uh, from being, uh, I mean, diseased, uh, having this mental disorder. And I'm just having, like, I know in the deepest of my soul that I am dysfunctional from my upbringing, okay? But there's just no professional that actually uh, pointed this out or or can help me with that. So it's just medication. And I feel the call to dig deeper and really find solutions for myself. And as I started my journey uh, when I was 26, it, it really brought me a sense of, uh, a sense of peace. So learning and studying spirituality that's how I started um so yes there was nothing right away about uh doing the inner work uh but I started with spirituality and it really gave me a sense of belonging so that really already helped me in my journey and so uh after a few uh years of um, studying spirituality then I realized okay so I I kind of know a lot about you know, some truth that I was curious to know, but it's, it still didn't change my inside that much. So I'm still, I still feel those uh, dysfunction within myself. So um, then I see this class, uh, it was a Theta healing class uh, and the same teacher, she was giving also the class, the life coaching class. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna take those classes to learn and so I can heal myself better. 
and uh, I will meet people like me. So that's what I did. And what happened is that I was just so mind blown by all the the information that uh, I learned in those classes that it it really changed it really changed me from the inside out. So that's that's what I I like to see this from the inside out. So from belief inside belief to outside reality to our reality. So our belief creates our reality from the inside out. Okay, so what happens if um, you're very dysfunctional from the inside, then your reality will be very dysfunctional as well. But we, it seems like we miss this part in our, um, our regular system, our health system right now. Uh, I know that Tipak Chopra is in the front of that and really bringing awareness to that, but I feel it still uh, needs more awareness. So, yes, yeah, so I started really to um, this journey to heal myself. And then I was just learning so much that um, and seeing the benefit of myself uh, that I had to help others. And so, yes, so that's what I, I that's why I do what I do, basically. Talk to me for a moment about the services you offer. So right now, I really help my clients to heal from the inside out. Uh, so uh, the inside, which is the belief, um, to the outside, which is the reality, uh, my client. Um, and I would say that it all starts uh, with the inner child. So the inner child, I see it for me, it's like the roots of um, our belief system and our subconscious. Um, because from the age of zero to seven, uh, we have to know that our brain uh, is like sponge, a sponge, and we're in a theta brainwave state, which means that we just uh, register everything that is uh, around us, all the information, and it's like we create, um, it's like the web for our perceptions and the way that we see ourselves and, and the world um, and the relationship between ourselves and the world. It's all developed uh, between zero to seven. And we have to understand also that for um, uh, survival purposes, a child will always blame himself uh, for not being uh, loved or uh, for not receiving the care that he should receive uh, because um, uh, as a survival mechanism, the child cannot uh, uh, see the parent as a bad parent uh, because the child is so dependent on that person. So, um, so this is why we develop uh, as children uh, those bogus beliefs about ourselves. So if we do not receive the care that we should from our care provider, um, from our mother and our father most of the time, um, then we create beliefs about ourselves that we might be not lovable or not worthy or not enough or uh, so on and so forth. Uh, those those type of belief that comes... Um, that comes uh, often. Um, so we, we developed those uh, for our survival in childhood. The problem is that we uh, keep them in our adulthood and we're not conscious that we have those beliefs. So this is where I like to help my clients. That's why I say from the inside out. So we do some inner child work. 
Um, and it's really, it really, really, really helps my client to understand themselves better, uh, have self-compassion, create this, um, this relationship between themselves and their, their inner child. Uh, so we do a little regression as well, where I, I bring my client to uh, have a childhood memory to see where the belief was created. So the client can actually see how he created that belief. Uh, so he can, you know, talk to his inner child um, or her inner child and um, switch that belief around. So this is, I would say, the, the main, uh, the, the most important part of uh, my coaching sessions. Uh, and, and this is really the, the root of uh, the work I do with my clients. And from there, uh, it takes different uh, directions depending on the needs of my clients. Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services and future projects? If you want to book a session uh, with me or just see a little bit more about my story or my work, you can go to my website. It uh, It is www.cassiegigard.com. Uh, so www.cassiegigure.com. Um, so you can send me an email uh, to book a session. Uh, all the information is on the website. We are almost at the end of our conversation, and I have two final questions for you. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, would you make any change in your life or do anything in a different way? Uh, yes, definitely. I mean, I'm working right now on a very long-term project. So if I knew I would die soon, uh, I guess I would not work on that long-term project anymore and just uh, stay focused on the present moment. Yeah. What are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? So three things about life I know for sure. Um, let's say, I want to start by saying um, one thing is for sure is that nothing is for sure. <laughs> but no, there's some, some things that we know for sure. Uh, let's say about love attraction is for sure. So you will attract things in your life that um, that you are matched with. Uh, definitely, that's hundred percent sure. You are the creator of your own reality. That is for sure as well. For the good or the worst, <laughs> this is the the truth. And another thing for sure is that. Um, we are a loving, powerful souls. Um, so that's another thing that is for sure. Uh, so no one is a bad soul. Uh, every soul is generous, loving, and good. Uh, so that's our nature. So yes, these are three things I know for sure. Thank you so much for your presence, for sharing your wisdom and doing what you do. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Cassie Jigier and her work, please visit CassieGigier.com.
learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org/podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.